All right, welcome everyone. Can you hear me? Yes. All right, this is Pastor Derek Fletcher with Yes and Amen with Yanni and Derek and all the other viewers out there. Welcome to Yes and Amen Youth Church on today. We are so glad that you are able to join us and we're gonna do a summary review and lesson on the book of Mark. And so we've had, I believe, nine or 10 lessons on Mark and about Jesus. So I'm excited on today and we're gonna get into the lesson here. We, we just got a little praise and worship music. We're gonna let you enjoy for a quick minute. Let's find it here. So welcome again, welcome. I can be a good friend. A good friend to you. I can share my toys. We can play outside. We can jump so high. We can swing and slide. Fly, fly, slippity slide. Zip, zip, zippity z. Zoom, swoosh, here we go. Sing along with me. I can be a good friend. God wants me to. I can say I'm sorry when I hurt you. I can say I'm sorry like good friends do. Slice, slice, slippity, slide. Zip, zip, zippity, see. Zoom, swoosh, here we go. Sing along with me. Oh, slice, slice, slippity, slide. Zip, zip, zippity, see. Zoom, swoosh, here we go. Sing along with me. can be a good friend i can be a good friend i can be a good friend i can be a good friend last my slippity slide zip zip zippity z zoom swoosh here we go sing along with me oh slice my slippity slide zip Sing along with me. I can be a good friend. 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 Oh, I can be a good friend. All right, all right. I have to be a good friend. It's a lovely day. Yes, it is. All right. Okay, now, uh, Derek Fletcher, can you open us up with prayer, please? All right. <clears throat> Father God, we want to thank you all today for giving us grace. Keep us safe throughout the pandemic. Let no one be infected. Let no one be caught by the virus's deadliest grasp. Let everyone be safe and holy. Keep everyone. Let everyone be blessed by the Holy Spirit of the Father's hand. Let everyone believe in God. Let everyone say he is almighty. Amen, amen. Lord, we want to thank you once again for giving us grace, worship, giving us hope, a hope that will last for eternity. Father God, we want to thank you once again for giving us grace. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.
Right. All right. All right. Can everyone hear me on today? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? All right. Okay. So today we are still in the book of Mark. And so the story ends with you. The title is The Story Ends With You. Again, this is Pastor Derek Fletcher with Yanni and Derek and all the rest of the youth out there. And so the book of Mark is very powerful. Um, I don't know about you all, but I've learned, learned some things about the book of Mark. <coughs> all right, so can everyone mute? Can you mute your mic? If you're not talking, could you mute your mic, please? All right, thanks. And I, I want everyone to remember when you unmute, you need to stay very still. Because when you move, we can hear you. When you unmute and it's your turn to speak, speak with just a regular voice, not too loud. And don't move around because we can hear everything. All right. I just want to remind everyone about that. <coughs> Excuse me. So the ministry of Jesus according to Mark. So today, uh, our story of Mark, we're going to review that together, do a summary. We want to emphasize the importance of Jesus's resurrection from the dead. All right. That's key. Everyone, I want you to hear me again. The emphasis of the importance, the, the <coughs> emphasis, <coughs> hold on a minute. <coughs> Sorry about that. Oh, man. Emphasize the importance of Jesus's resurrection from the dead. And also to inspire the students to learn to live out their salvation with fear and trembling. And so the topics on today are the apostles, living, believing, evangelism, fearing God, resurrection and salvation. All right, so I'm gonna have, uh, let's see, Yanni, I want you to review the memory scripture, read it. Uh -oh. Oh, yeah, I know. How did that happen? Let's do this. Is that better? All right. So our memory scripture is Mark 16 and 16. Whoever believes and is baptized with be saved. But whoever does not believe will be con condemned. Condemned. All right. So Yanni said, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. All right. Derek, could you read that for me? And remember, uh, when you unmute, Stay still and just talk in your regular tone voice, not too much moving. Okay, Derek, you read it. <clears throat> Whoever believes. Okay, uh, okay, cut cut your volume in half. All right. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Okay, and remember, remember, no moving. No moving at all. So whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. All right. So we must believe and be baptized and then we'll be saved, but whoever does not will be condemned. And that's Mark 16 and 16. All right, let's go here. Okay, we're gonna do a little group exercise. And so what we're gonna do is kind of like a hot potato thing. 
Um, okay, so we're gonna start off and we're gonna go from me to Derek and then Iyani. And when I say pass the potato, then Derek's gonna say something and then Derek's gonna say when he's done, pass the potato, and then Iyani's gonna say something. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna tell a story. And so whatever the last person said, you're gonna take it from there and then add your own information to the story. Okay, you guys have it? Yes. Okay, so yesterday I went to the store and when I went to the store, I was really looking for something very, very special, something extra special. And so when I got to the store, I forgot. And so I forgot what it was that I was going to get. And so I was really excited about it and very anxious to get it. And so what I did was, since I forgot, I'm going to pass the potato. And Derek, he's going to tell us why he went to Sam's Club and what he got since I forgot. So I'm passing the potato to Derek. So when we went to Sam's Club, I honestly didn't know what I wanted to get, but I do did know I did want to get a gift card. Okay. What else? I also want some glass sunshade. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm okay. gonna pass the potato to Ian. Okay, and Derek, remember, when you come in, uh, use half of your voice and then pull the uh, mic back from your uh, device so you don't speak so loud because you're very hot. You're coming in very hot. Okay, Yanni, it's your turn. He said he's going to get a gift card. You went to the store to get gift cards for your children. Okay. You went, you went to the store to get, get gift cards for your children, children and, and gum for your children and whipped cream for the job. Back. That's, That's what you got. Normal. S speak normal. I am speaking normal. Okay, we can't hear you because you went in and out. Tell your story. So you went to Sam's Club to get yeah, gift yeah. cards for your children and gum for your children and whipped cream for the dog. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. All right, so that was an exercise in telling stories. And so ultimately I went to Sam's Club to get a gift card. And then I, I finally, when we were all there, I, I ended up getting something for Derek and Iyani. And so this example was to show and kind of share how stories are told and, and how different people see different things from different points of view. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Okay. So ultimately, the book of Mark tells a story about witnesses, but it gives the life of Jesus from a very different point of view with respect to the other gospels. Um, it shows him immediately uh, interacting in his ministry and immediately um, working with the disciples and then immediately being betrayed and and then uh, his resurrection, and then his engagement with the disciples. So, so Mark, if you will, can be used or said is like a power book or something. So here, um, here are some things, some lessons uh, from past studies in the book of Mark uh, before we dive into 16. Let's take a look. So the book of Mark focuses on Jesus's service and sacrifice, right? 
doesn't show anything about or tell anything about his childhood. It immediately shows it doesn't even does not even share his lineage or his birth. Okay. And so it's Mark is the first gospel written. And so what does uh what does the gospel mean, guys? What's what's what does gospel mean? Praise and worship. Gospel literally means the good news. Gospel means good news. All right. You guys hear me? Yes. Got it. Gospel means good news. All right. So, all right, what does the gospel mean? The good news. Okay. The good news. All right, so omitting unimportant things uh, like the genealogy of Jesus, right? Mark went straight to the point, right? It didn't reference, uh, it didn't fulfill, uh, fulfill prophecy. It references to the law and some Jewish customs. So it didn't, it didn't kind of like fall into those type of things. It's omitting unimportant things to the Gentiles. So it went straight to the message that the Gentiles needed to hear. And we are the Gentiles. We aren't the Jews relative to uh, being under the law. Uh, and so distinctive, we'll, we'll skip that one because I was trying to sort out that word that was misspelled there and I couldn't. So miracles are predominant. So the miracles of Jesus, and it says Jesus shows compassion. So um, 18 of them, it says predominantly. So this is like the power book of all the gospels, right? And there's, there's four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So Mark, I don't know why. Maybe it's second data hit, so so we won't worry about it. Oh, it came back. Okay, so now, so and I, I didn't copy those in. So verses Mark ten. 43, 45, and Mark 8, 34, 37. Okay, don't worry about it, baby. It'll be all right. So, okay, so Jesus gives a crisp and fast-moving look at Christ. I mean, excuse me. Mark gives a crisp and fast-moving look at <laughs> at Christ. Sorry about that. I don't know why I said Jesus. Let's see here. Let's see what's going on here. Okay, so it says here, 40% of the book focuses in on the last eight days of Jesus's life. And the sports center gospel focuses in on the highlight. <clears throat> so Mark gets straight to the point. No excessive plan, no sideline things. It goes right into the, the ministry, into the gospel, into the sharing of Jesus. So straightway. So what do you think is the most important thing that Mark has said so far? So in all the lessons about Mark, what do you, Derek, think is the most important? I think the most important thing is um, what, um, hold on, give me a second. All right, while you're doing that, and remember, uh, you're moving too much and I can hear you moving, remember. Stay still and just 
I'm not moving. It's just my hand, Mike. Your mic? I'm good. Okay. My hand is just on the mic. See. Okay, but it, but something's moving. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, I think the most important thing Marcus said is that, um, was it um? I don't know. Um, I think can't go back. I lost it. The question is right there, number one. See that? Right there. I know, but what do you think is the most important thing that Mark has to say so far? Okay. I think it's uh I think it's miracles are d- d- dominated, dominant. Okay, signs, wonders, and miracles are dominant. Okay, what about you? Good job, Derek. Um, I don't know why you, you're moving or you're breathing hard. So you got to go gentle on the mic when you come in, okay? Very gentle and not just talk with your normal voice but cut the volume of your voice in half, okay? Real gentle. Okay, Yanni, uh, what could be possibly added here at the end that is more important? Let's just talking about the gospel of Mark. That's a hard one. So for you, we'll just do a recap on number one. So what do you think, Yanni, is the most important thing that Mark has said so far? He said okay. one of the most miraculous things we, we can't hear you. Is we can't hear you. He, the most miraculous thing that he said is he said 40% of the book book focuses. On the last eight days of Christ's Of Christ. Christ. Okay. So the book focuses in on the last eight days of Christ, the majority. Okay. Yes. Okay. Is it, all right. We still can't hear you. So make sure you unmute when you talk. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Okay, so let's see here. Okay, who read the last scripture set? Nobody. This is the first one. Okay, Derek. I want to read. Uh, okay. okay. Read, read oh. the First uh, Corinthians 15, uh, 12 through 14. Remember, too much moving. First Corinthians, read that for me. The resurrection of the dead. Okay, are you there, Derek? We can't oh, hear. I thought Yanni was reading it. Yanni said she was going to read it. Okay, okay, okay. Yanni wants to read it. You want to let her read it? Okay, go ahead and read it. That Jesus, that Christ has been raised from the dead. How many can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is our faith. Okay. Um, were you able to hear what she said, Derek? Were you able to hear what she said, Derek? Yes, I did. Uh, you heard everything? Yeah. Okay, good. All right, so... So if it is 
but if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, okay. So what is the passage about, Derek? The resurrection of the dead. Christ being raised from the dead. Okay. If there be <coughs> no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. Okay. So it's comparing as if Christ wouldn't have been raised from the dead, then if we are in Christ, then we... It, okay, a lot of noise. So since we're followers of Christ and he's risen, that means we're risen. Okay, so what's important? What important <laughs> does the scripture put on the resurrection? What kind of importance, Yanni? It puts... Wait, what question are we on again? Number two. I'm mute. Number two. The scripture tells you all about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the importance of it is the resurrection of the dead. Because they want you to know about what happened to Jesus. And it has high importance. Okay. So it places a high importance, a high importance on the resurrection of the dead, or resurrection. So when have we heard Mark talk about the resurrection, Derek? We've heard Mark talk about the resurrection. I was just about to answer that. Oh, you were? Oh, let me move. Okay. Okay, go ahead and answer it. Not yet. Go ahead and answer. Okay. We haven't heard it yet. Okay. So that leads us to the last words of Mark. And so we go to 16. Okay, Derek, I want you to read Mark 16, uh, 1 through 4. And then we'll have Yanni read... Uh, uh, Five, six, seven, eight. So read Mark 16, one through four, and then Yanni will do five to eight. Okay. Okay. When the Sabbath was over, Mary, sorry, your icon is in the way. Magdalene. Magdalene. Mary, Mary, Mag ah. Ah, okay, let me just start. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, 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 Mary, the mother of James, Mary, the mother of James, and Salome. Okay, sorry. And Salome bought spice so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body. Anoint his body. But don't anoint Jesus' body. Very early on the first day of the week, after Hachoo! Bless me. Ugh. Just after sunrise, they were okay. there. Okay, give me a minute. I want you to use half of your voice, so I want you to whisper. Please whisper. They were on their way to the tomb, and they asked each other to, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb. But when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. I'm paused. As they entered the tomb, 
they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus the Nazareth. Nazarene. Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go. Tell his disciples of He is going ahead of you into Galilee. 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 There you will see him just as he's told you. Trembling and bewildered. Bewildered. Trembling and bewildered. Trembling and bewildered. The woman went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. Okay. So Jesus was not in the tomb. Okay, Derek, to whom do the women encounter? Who do they encounter, Derek? Derek, to whom do the women encounter? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Who do the women encounter? Jesus. In the tomb, who do they encounter? Oh, an angel. Okay, Yanni, what were the women's the women's reaction? How did they react? They were alarmed because they saw a person standing there in a white robe that looked exactly like an angel with wings, and they were and they were frightened and alarmed. And then he said, "Don't be alarmed." Okay. Okay, Derek, how? did their reaction how did their reaction change once they saw the empty tomb uh, can you hear me yes yes all right. all right let me see this again so basically how they reacted was basically so let's see what's going on here. Let's take a look. Uh, I know the answer. I don't need to look at the scripture. Oh, you don't need to look at the scripture? No. Okay. Um, okay, we'll say. About how they were relieved. And okay. Things. Okay, we'll save number four for you, Derek. Uh, Yanni, you said you know the answer to number three. Yes. Okay. Their well, reaction changed because they didn't know that Jesus could rise out of their his tomb and come back alive. And when they saw, no, they were like terrified because they didn't see Jesus' body inside of the tomb. So they were like, where did he go? Okay, good. So, Derek, is this reaction you expected? Is is this the reaction you expected and why? Or why not? Remember, half the volume of your voice whispered. You can unmute anytime to unmute. I would say I said he was relieved. Mainly, I said they were relieved because... I heard somewhere in the scripture that it was surprise, and then I thought they were stuff like that. Oh, okay. Okay. So why do you think the women were afraid? And that's for either one of you, you can answer that. Because the body was gone. And they just saw a man 
standing uh-huh. on the team. I think they were the afraid because they saw an angel with wings and a halo. Okay. And he was glowing. Ooh, and they what? were frightened because they were like, oh my God. And they didn't see Jesus in his tomb. And they probably Ooh. thought that he did something to his body or something. Yeah, like taking it somewhere. Okay. Or just jumping. Okay. So they thought they were being watched or that Jesus' body had been stolen. That's a good, good. Okay, so we're going to read Mark 9 through 20. So, um... Okay, so it's like, uh, how many, how many verses? So I'll read nine to 15. Okay, I'll read nine to 15, 16 and 17. Derek, you'll read that 16, 17. And 18, Derek, you'll read that. 16, 17, 18, Derek, you'll read that. Yanni, you'll read 19 and 20. Now, I said I was going to read 9 to 15. You know what? I'll, this is how I will do it then. So I'll read 9 to 14. Derek, you read 15, 16, 17. And then Yanni, you read 18, 19, 20. Okay? Okay. 9 through 14. All right. When Jesus rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he did, he had driven seven demons out of. She went and told those who had been with him and who were mourning and weeping. When they heard, that Jesus was alive and that she had seen him, they did not believe it. Afterwards, Jesus appeared in a different form to two of them while they were walking in the country. All right, I said I was going to read down to 14, right? Yes. Okay. These. Yeah. These returned and reported it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Okay, I'll read 14 too, all right? Did I say that? Yeah. 1560. Oh, okay, your go, Derek. 14, 15, all right. 16. All right. All oh, right. Uh, no, you start at 15. That's right. Right? That's what I said. Yeah. So I'll read 14. Huh? You said I'd go at 19. No, you're going to go at 18, 19, 20, and Derek's going to go 15, 16, 17. Okay, I'll do 14. And, I'll do 14, and then Derek will start at 15. Okay. Later, Jesus appeared to the 11 as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn, stubborn, Refusal to believe those who had been, had seen him after he had risen. All right, Derek. He said to them, go into the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs are accompany those who believe in my name. They will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. Okay. 18, 19, and 20, Yanni. They will pick up snakes with their hands, and then drink deadly poison. It will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on the sick people, 
and they will get well. After the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven, and he sat at the right hand of God. Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied it. Okay. All right. Okay, so we see that Jesus here, he had arisen, and Mary saw him and told everyone, and then Jesus appeared to the 11, and he said, hey, man, you guys were lacking faith. What's the deal here? And then he says, he tells him that they can be able to pick up snakes, and they're going to be able to drink deadly poisons. They're going to be able to lay hands on the sick. So, um, in this day, we don't pick up snakes. We're not going to be drinking deadly poisons. No. Right? No. We don't We don't want to tempt fate. But what he's saying is, for if you're operating, if you're operating and you're in a mission stance before God, anything that de that's deadly that will come against you will not be able to harm you. And you'll be able to lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. You'll be able to cast out devils and demons out of people. And so I just want to clear that up because I don't want you to say, Pastor Derek said, we can, uh, you can do these things, but it's for the cause of Christ. It's not to be toyed with and messed with and play games. So we're not going to play games with this type of thing. So let's see. All right. So discussion. What caused Mary to finally believe, Derek? When they saw when they saw um, Jesus. They saw Jesus. Yes. Okay. Is that the that caused her to believe? Mm, actually, so actually. Okay, that's good. That's good. You don't have to revisit. That's good. Jesus came to her. So, what is her reaction, Iani? Iani, what's her reaction? She was surprised when she was surprised when Jesus came to her. Okay, she was surprised. Okay, did people believe what Jesus told them would happen? Did they believe it? No. What about what about his no. disciples? No, they no, didn't. No. Okay. Did you ever have trouble believing that something in the Bible or what the something what the Bible says or is true? Yes. No. No? Okay. One said yes, one said no. I don't. Oh. Honestly. Okay, give an example. Give an example of what you believe in the Bible. And then, Yanni, you said no. Give an example of what you don't believe. So you first, Derek. What do you believe? Okay. I believe in John verse, verse 20. I believe in John chapter 20, uh, verse 8. Okay, what does it say? Then went in also that other disciples, which came first to sculpture, and he, and he saw and believed. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, what is it that you don't believe, Yanni? Well, one of the... What is you don't believe, well, Yanni? When... When... Um, I don't believe... 
that when Jesus was talking in the tree that was on fire, I don't believe that. You don't believe that the tree was on fire? What are you talking about? And that he was talking from the tree. When God when God was talking to Noah with a burning tree, yet it didn't oh, catch. Okay. You're talking about Moses. Okay. That's confusing me. So you're talking about Moses. So you don't believe you don't believe there was a burning bush that Moses was talking to. But no, that it was God. I do believe. I'm just confused on how he was talking in the tree. How God was talking in the tree. But, but God is God. So, but yeah, I mean, we just sharing, but. But yeah, trees are alive. But I still don't get how he was talking through a tree. Talking through a tree. Talking through a burning bush. God, okay, okay. At least you're honest. But I believe it. I believe that Moses saw the burning bush and he went up and God spoke to him. I do believe that. I just don't believe how God was talking in a tree. Uh-huh. Like in a burning bush. Sky. In a burning bush. Maybe he was up in the sky and there was just a burning bush. Uh-huh. So did people believe? Okay, we already read that. Do you ever have? Oh, we already read that too. So let's All go down right. to this right here. Then okay. Jesus came and said to them, uh, Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples on all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Okay. Why do you think those things are included, Dad? Why do you think those things were included? Dad. Oh, this is a question for me. Yes. Oh, okay. So I think that those things were included. And I'm going to reread what you said, and then I'm going to answer the question. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority is given in heaven and on the earth. And he says here, in earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all men, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the end, the very end of the age. Why do you think those things were included? Well, Jesus... I think this was included to verify that he had finished or completed the finished work of the cross. He was going to ascend to heaven and be seated at the right hand of the Father. And he needed men to go and share and spread the good news about the gospel and make disciples of men. All right. Any questions? No. No. All right. So let's go to the final part. It says making it real. So how does the message of Mark, particularly the way it ends, impact your life? Okay, both of you guys need to address that question. Derek first and Danny Yanni. Well, it impacts my life mainly because um, some of these I actually believe in uh, the word. I mean, God is many things. First of all, yes, he is a God, obviously. He's very powerful. And he gives life on me. And because of that, and because of that, God gave that 
God gave Jesus life again. He had a second life. No redos, no traveling back into time. Just one snap of God finger, of God's finger, and Jesus was back to full health. He was alive. He was well. He was healed. The okay. door, the door was open. The rock was gone. What rolled down the hill? Jesus was gone, but he was not gone yet. He was in another form. Two women want couldn't believe their eyes when the body was gone and they saw okay. an angel right okay that's him. good that's good that's good so how does mark particularly the way it ends impact your life that's good Derek you'll go Yanni I agree with Derek oh that's how you do it huh I agree with Derek so Yanni do you think there is a difference between a person who believes something and lives out something. Do you think there's a difference? Uh, do I think there's a difference? Do you think there is a difference between a person who believes, who believes, something and lives out something. Do you believe that? No, I believe their lives are the same. Okay. Okay. Okay, I kind of can see where you uh, can say that. Okay, but what's the difference between one and the other? I think, I think that I can believe something, um, but sometimes and and live out something. Some people will believe in Santa Claus, and Santa Claus is not real. I'm sorry, y'all. Don't cry. I already knew that. You knew that because we were setting Derek up for <laughs> Santa <laughs> Okay, so so can I believe something? And uh, I can believe something, but then. I can live my life without it. The tooth fairy's not real. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> what's the difference between a person who believes something and a person who lives lives out something? So some people believe in God, but they don't live their lives in God. Okay, there's people that believe in God, but they don't live out the life. Okay, you understand me? A person can say, I believe in God, but they don't live the life. Right? There's people who tell lies, who rob, steal, drink, cheat, and all kinds of things. They believe God, but they don't want to live out their lives according to God. Okay? So Jesus has been risen from the dead. That caused the woman to shake with fright, or the women to shake with fright. Fright. If you truly believe this, it should affect all aspects of your life. Okay? And so Philippians 12, 2, 12 through 13 says, Therefore, my... Dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his life purpose, right? So not only believe, not only believe, but he wants you to put action, put action behind your belief. 
Some people believe, but they don't put action behind their belief. Okay? So how do the verses say we should live our lives, Derek? The verse says we should live our lives by, um, by, <clears throat> the verse says we should live our lives by, oh God, it got blurry. Uh-huh, it got blurry. Did it come back? All right, there we go. Okay, so the verse says, uh, how do these verses say to live our lives? The verse says to live our lives by continue to the work, to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Okay, to work it out with fear and trembling. So how does this connect with Mark 16 passage that we read earlier. Yanni? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Verse 16 passage that we read earlier. Let's see. Let's go back up and read it. What does 16 says? Right here. Can you see it? Whoever helps and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. Okay. So it says, whoever believes and is not baptized and, and who is baptized will be saved. So it says you got to believe and then you got to put action behind it. You got to be baptized. You have to do something. Okay. Baptize is something, but there's more to it, right? That, that's saying that now I'm reborn. I'm acknowledging Christ as, as Lord and Savior over my life. And so I'm letting the world know that I'm setting myself apart and separate from what the world is doing. I, I, I'm not going to partake in the, in the vices of the world, right? I'm not going to be a liar, a cheater, a backslider. I'm not going to uh, just do all kind of things that the world is doing and what they believe, but I'm going to work out my salvation with what? Fear and trembling. So the word fear there gives reference to uh, to revere, right? To revere or give reverence to, not like the fear of the boogeyman's going to get me, not that kind of fear. It's the fear of reverence to God, okay? Kind of like that, kind of like that fear you have with your parents, right? Because sometimes when you fear your parents, you don't tell the truth because you think you're going to get in trouble or you don't come forward. Well, God wants us to come forward because God knows everything about us. He knows if we're lying. He knows if we can be trusted. He knows if we're a true disciple of Christ. He knows the very thought that's in your heart. Okay? okay. All right. So whose plan and purpose is it we are living anyway? So whose purpose and plan is it that we're living? Is it our own? I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm just going to tuck myself in my room and play video games all day. Well, what if God say, call Crystal Yanni and witness to her about Jesus Christ? Derek, what if, what if God says, call Bumpy and lead him to Christ Jesus? Right? Right. Or what if God says, hey, your dad's been teaching you all these nice Bible studies. Hey, call your friends up. Grab dad's laptop and share with them invite them to a zoom and share christ with them right you guys can do it because they're your friends you're sharing games with them you're sharing time with them say hey let's pray before we play this video game um you know my dad's been mean to me or 
my my mother's not being nice. Come on, let's pray. You know, my mom and dad, they always argue. You know what? Let's pray about that, Derek. Right? Iyani, come on. Come on, let's pray about that. We believe in the power of God, right? So we just don't want you to be just Jesus, people, by just word, but he wants activity. He wants actions. And that's not of our own plan, but it's the plan of God. He made you. You are unique and one of a kind. And God wants you and he wants your gift and he wants your talent to impact the world. All right, my turn to pray. We're going to pray and then put on the music. So on today, Father, we thank you for every student. We thank you, Lord God, that every student that in their lives that you are teaching them and showing them how to work out their salvation with fear and trembling. Teach them and show them, open up their eyes of understanding that they hear, know, and understand that they are uniquely made by you and that you want them even as children to accept Christ as Lord over their lives so that they can realize and know and understand who you are and that they can accept the plan of success that you have for their lives, Father. And so we thank you for this lesson and whomever is listening to this lesson is gleaming from it, is learning from it, is saying, what must I do to take up the cross and, and, and to be saved. And not only that, but I'm, I'm going to get baptized. Not only that, but I'm going to live my life with reference, uh, uh, reverential prospect to God in fear and, and trembling. Meaning, trembling meaning I'm taking this serious. It's not a game. And, and I'm, I'm very reverential before God. And so, Father, we thank you for yes and amen. We thank you for the students. We thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you that this lesson is going forward throughout the airways and throughout the world, providing salvation to those that believe, that hear it and believe, but with activity and action behind it. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. Be blessed on today. We thank you for tuning in to our, our youth study. Today was an excellent study. Far more, I gleaned far more from it than I actually thought as I reviewed it. And so be blessed on today. And God loves you and we love you in Jesus' name. Searching, your love was never far. You made a way to get to me. You were the whisper leading me to your heart. Forever I belong to you. Now I can see clearly my God, you for me. You won't let go. Your love won't let me down. And I know it's true. Yeah, I know that you're.
need you You listen as I pray You leave the 99 for me You paint the sky with promises of your grace So I will find my way to you Christ. 